Welcome back to American Conversations. Today, we're lucky to have Stephanie Lucretio, who is the, let me say this right, Advocacy and Outreach Manager. Is that correct, Stephanie? Yes, you got it. For Children's Health Defense. So welcome to the show. Thanks so much for having me. Thanks. So, so um, tell us about the march and uh, what you want to get out to the public as far as what they should know about this Sunday. So January 23rd, this Sunday, we're meeting at 10.30 a.m., gathering and at 11.30 a.m. we are marching from the Washington Monument over to the Lincoln Memorial. The purpose of this march is really a peaceful act of civil disobedience regarding the mandate. So we have vaccinated, unvaccinated Democrats, Republicans, every race, every religion, every political and socioeconomic background represented in this massive crowd of people that are descending on Washington, D.C. for this day. At 12.30 p.m., we have an amazing star-studded lineup of speakers. Um, Robert F. Kennedy Jr. will be there to address the crowd, along with Dr. Peter McCullough, Dr. Malone, um, Dr. Pierre Corey, Laura Logan, J.P. Sears is emceeing, so we'll have the pleasure of having him on the stage and so many others, Trisha Lindsay, Aaron Lewis, Kevin Jenkins, um, Joe Speaks Truth. We have vaccine-injured people that are going to be speaking, first responders, every walk of life, because we know that these mandates are affecting and impacting every single American, every single person across this globe, and we're seeing people rise up and stand for the God-given liberties and freedoms that we were born with. They are not the government to give. They are ours. Just because we are here, we are human, and we were promised life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness, and that's exactly what we're taking back on Sunday. So talk about, Stephanie, that the there's another march that's representing 40 countries before the European Parliament in Brussels that Mary Holland and yeah. Catherine Austin Fitz and Vera Chavez is uh, speaking before. Yes. So there's going to be quite a bit going on. That's actually Worldwide Freedom Rally Day. So there are so many rallies going on all over the world, which is one of the reasons why this day was chosen by the people who are organizing. So Mary Holland will be in Brussels um, with our European CHD chapter standing for freedom there. Um, they have an amazing lineup. And we're going to be streaming all of this on CHD, Children's Health Defense TV. So it's chd.tv. You can go on. The coverage in Brussels starts pretty early, probably around 4 or 5 a.m. And then pretty much we'll be heading into the coverage going into Washington, D.C. So it will be a day of rallies. There are people that are having watch parties at their homes. If you can't make it to Washington, D.C. and you want to get together with your family members, your friends, your community members who may be on the fence, maybe they've been listening to a little bit too much CNN or mainstream media and they need a little good dose of Sunday truth, get together do some watch parties, create some celebration around those people that are rallying for your freedom. Because the truth is that everyone that is standing in that crowd that day, we are light workers. We are doing God's work. We are trying to reinstate the freedoms that we were endowed with. And we're fighting for you, whether you're there or not. That's that's that that packs it right in there. Right. Okay. So tell us about because uh, you're you're going to be in DC the night before. Yes. Tell us about what you hope. Because are you planning on doing a sort of a pre-rally show as well? Uh, we're probably going to do something pre-rally for sure, and then we're going to have something post-wrap up as far as all the speakers that we're going to be able to get in touch and sit down with. So the goal is at CHD TV. We have our production crew coming. I'm really excited. And we're going to do all different types of round robin interviews with every speaker that's there on the list. So that will be something that we will package and put together 
post-rally as a wrap-up. So take make, definitely look out for that as it comes up. But I'm sure that we'll pop on a live at some point um, at that VIP speakers event that we'll be at. And probably the morning of, just to keep you guys posted as the crowd builds and the excitement just gets pumping through the crowd. Because I know we're expecting some really crazy numbers. So I'm excited to see the tens of thousands, potentially hundreds of thousands people that are going to be showing up that day. And, and we're also going to be covering with on uh, CDM.press. We're going to take your feed live and we're going to, we're going to shoot it out beyond um, our site to overseas sites that are connected, that are, you know, partial, that are owned by uh, Todd Woods and his network. What is, what is the message that you want people to take away overseas as well? Because I mean, this is, this has to do with attacking Western civilization. I think there's a couple of messages. I think the first message that I want people to get is that this is going to be solved when it comes down to unity. It doesn't matter if you've been vaccinated, if you haven't been vaccinated, what political party you're part of. This is a human rights issue. This is a civil rights issue of this century. And I think people need to recognize that this is the hill that we're going to die on. Because if we don't have the right to choose what goes in our bodies or on our bodies, we are no longer free people. We are enslaved by a government that seeks to control and remove the freedoms that we've been endowed with. So this issue is really big and it's global. It's not just one country, one person. It is the acts and civil disobedience of the masses that's going to turn us over. And the second thing I want people to know is that it doesn't feel like it, but we're winning. <laughs> we are sure. winning. You know, our movement has grown tremendously. The momentum has grown tremendously. I've watched these rallies build and build and build. I've seen the crowd diversify. I mean, it went from being a suburban mom's problem to looking out in that crowd and seeing every walk of life you could possibly imagine standing out there for one reason and one reason only, because it's our bodies and it's our choice what goes in them. So it's been really remarkable to see how many people have become brave and willing to stand up and stand out in these crowds and fight for our generation and for our future generations. Because what happens in this moment in history is going to determine the kind of world that our children and grandchildren grow up in. I'm and curious, Stephanie, have you gotten a lot of feedback on Bobby's book, Into CHD? Um, just curious with Fauci. Yeah, it's been sold out. We had so many issues with keeping it in stock. I, I mean, I ordered from a bookstore in Brooklyn, I would say November, and I still haven't been able to get my order. They still yeah. have not been able to restock enough to get down the list of people that they need to send it to. So people are thirsty for the truth. They want information. I think people are starting the veil of corruption and collusion and just plain out evil is starting to slowly mm -hmm. lift. And I think people who were fearful before are more fearful now of the people that quote unquote are trying to keep us safe than they are of this virus. And we want our lives back. We did our part. We, you know, they keep moving the goalposts. It was two weeks to flatten the curve, stay home, wear this mask for a little while, you know, close your business, don't go to church, don't do any of the things. And then it was take this one jab, oh, now it's two, now it's three. They keep moving the goalposts and there's still COVID. So, you know, I think people are starting to recognize that this is something like the flu that we're going to have to learn to live with. And we need to do a whole hell of a lot of a better job taking care of ourselves because as an industrialized nation, we spend more money per capita than any other country on pharmaceuticals. And the health of our nation doesn't really show up as a great result comparatively where it should be if these products actually worked and did something. So we need right. to start 
going back to basics and treating our bodies like the temple that it is, feeding it with the things that it needs to be strong and healthy and getting into action, doing exercise, all the things that are required to keep your immunity up. Because we do have this amazing God-given natural immunity that nobody seems to want to talk about anymore. So Stephanie, I think it's important for the audience to understand uh, in a very short version here, because we're running out of time, but I, but I, I want them to understand because you're part of the suburban moms. You've been yeah. in this game for a while. Give the audience, we have a longer interview on your personal story uh, on our site, but at the same time, I think it's important for people to know what you have seen, how you got into this, and the fact that you have been involved with a lot of these events in the past, and there haven't been security issues before. So when some of the people that object to being challenged now want to give a false narrative about the lack of safety that's out there, there hasn't been any instances when you've been out there in the past, has there? Yeah, no, I have to tell you, I've been to more rallies than I can count. And our people are caring, compassionate, loving group. We're peaceful. Um, you know, you have moms breastfeeding their children in the corner. You have kids in tote, people bringing picnic baskets. We are not there to create issues. Um, that being said, I've also never attended a rally where there was a massive security detail that has been hired to protect those that are in attendance and the speakers that are speaking. So I do want people to know that extra precaution and care has been taken to make sure that people are safe. I've said it on many of the interviews this week. The rule of the game, if you see something, say something. If you see someone in the crowd that doesn't fit the bill of this peaceful, you know, uh, noncompliance and civil disobedience in a very calm and level-headed manner, you need to seek out the help of either the police department that's going to be present, the parks department, we have firefighters from all over the place that are coming to help. We have volunteers that are going to be lanyards. They're going to have uniforms. You're going to know that they're with the rally. Seek out somebody who can help to defuse that situation before it gets out of control. And if something does happen, we don't need the media to report the news. We don't need false information. Take out your phone. Be a citizen reporter and document what's happening so that we can show exactly who this person is and how this unfolded and what took place so that there's no information that's misrepresented because the truth is they're going to look to take that one bad apple or that one thing that goes wrong and blow it up and make it into something that it's not so i want everybody to know if you are going your voice your actions matter and what you do not only affects you as an individual but it affects the collective group that's showing up and our movement in, in general so please Cool heads will prevail. Take a breath. Think about what it is that you want to have happen in that moment and choose peace and, you know, unity and love over violence and any of the other things that could potentially happen. And God willing that nothing does happen. But at the same time, the media may may uh, misrepresent what's going to happen. And I'd like people to know that we're that we want that information yeah. of how the media, how they're asking questions of the people that are in the audience, because I'm going to do an analysis as somebody who's been in the business for decades about how the media has covered this and give them a grade one way or the other at the end of the day. Yeah, I agree. And, you know, the media has not been kind to our movement. You know, the Washington Post posted some stuff yesterday. I mean, it's just crazy how it's going to be a super spreader event. And it's just it's completely insane. So we need to make sure that we're documenting what's happening. There's going to be so many people there. 
this moment is going to be in the history books. And if you're standing there for the right reasons, you're going to be on the right side of history. So make sure you're taking lots of pictures, lots of videos. We want to see them. You can send them to me at advocacy at childrenshealthdefense.org if you're taking anything. And like I said, CHD TV, we're going to be there covering everything. We're going to be sharing our feed with you all. So there'll be plenty of people to capture all the wonderfulness that's going to happen in D.C. I just received a video that we're going to post on the site. Uh, it was from Mary Hollins in Brussels. She looked very relaxed in, in front of a fireplace. And she was talking about turning the tide and passing the torch from Brussels to Washington, D.C. Give us your thoughts about that. I love it. We're actually trying to see if we can have her come from Brussels to kick off our feed on CHGTV. So we're working at the technology parts of that. That's not my game, but I have a team that's working on it because I think it's really important for people to feel that all across the world, that so many different countries and states are standing for the same thing. We are this giant global freedom family and we are growing every single day. So connecting those dots and being able to integrate those acts of civil disobedience are so powerful and just a wonderful way to show people that they're never alone. Do you, do you consider it ironic that this week when Davos was taking place in Switzerland, that Fauci announced them, but he still doesn't want to answer, you know, any questions before Congress um, about, you know, the intricacies of the decisions between NIH, FDA, CDC, and NIAID? I have to tell you that nothing Fauci does surprises me. I kind of always expect him to be a coward because that's how I see him. He is this cowardly, sad little man that just hides behind this, forget it, like lies that you can't even imagine how many he's told. And of course he doesn't want to stand in front of Congress because he knows that when he's questioned, he's going to just talk in circles the way that he always does. I mean, if you look back at these last two years, how many discrepancies there have been in what he said the masks work they don't work you don't need the booster you need to i mean everything that he says he backpedals and he tries to explain but at the end of the day i think everybody can see that the man is not telling the truth he is pushing an agenda and his agenda is this vaccine is the hero and why is that he stands to gain a lot from this vaccine so people need to really get the book the real anthony fauci they need to read it. It's a very dense read, so take it in pieces, but every page is filled with golden nuggets that will help to explain to you why we are where we are, and it'll give you the courage and the knowledge that you need to have conversations with the people in your lives who are still fearful so they can come to where we are and we can together fight to take this country back and to endow our kids with the freedom that we've been given as adults. That's what it's about right now. Stephanie, we'll see you on Sunday. Thank I cannot you. wait to see you. I know. It's gonna it's it's gonna it's gonna be a positive day. Yes. God willing. It is. Okay. Thank you so much. Take care. Thank you. Bye.